welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 336th time on this Friday, February 12th, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Contraband of the Sweetest Kind. When you think of the word smuggle, what pops into your mind? I'm just going to take a wild guess here and say that you don't think about what we're talking about this week. Fruit roll-ups are a popular treat, a snack that we loved as kids, and apparently Americans aren't alone because in Israel, a couple was arrested because they tried to sneak in, or smuggle as most would call it, 375 pounds of the candy. Why? Let's take a look at that for a bit. As with most things in today's time, TikTok is to blame for a surge in popularity. And now the roll-ups, which usually cost 50 cents here in the States, are going for about $6 in Israel. And that's just for one pack. Pretty crazy, right? It's all the result of a viral video on the platform showing how to freeze the fruit sheets and then wrap them around ice cream cones. This idea has made the candy scarce in the U.S. and abroad and has caused a black market to crop up. Okay, wait a minute. A black market for candy? Really? I just can't picture it. And even when I can, it's really funny to think about. Just go with me for a second to this place. A dark alley in the shadiest part of town you can think of. The type of place your mom made you promise you'd never visit, but you've just got to have your fix. You approach a man in dark clothes who's standing under a single dim streetlight. You ask him, Have you got the stuff I want? And he replies, If you've got the money I want. You pull out a roll of cash and hand it to him discreetly. When you get the roll-ups, he leans in to whisper, You never saw me. You hear? And vanishes into the dark. It's an interesting visual, for sure. All I can say, though, is TikTok may be filled with odd dances and kids trying to be the next Logan Paul, but I've got to hand it to them. For all the weirdness that goes along with it, TikTok does seem to be good for business. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that will put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6 says, Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. As I was studying about this passage recently in my devotional on overcoming fear, I found one word that stuck out to me. 
and that word is courage. You see, courage comes from doing what's right in spite of fear. Since everyone has fear, that means that everyone has the capacity to be courageous. Take David, for example. I bet he was scared half to death facing Goliath on the battlefield with just a couple smooth stones. I mean, wouldn't you be? But he came at the giant in the name of the Most High God, so the fact that God was with him made him bold and courageous. God gave him the strength he needed to bring Goliath down through the name of Jesus. We know that when we see no way out of a situation, God brings us through it with his mighty power. When we see no hope, God says, do not be afraid. When all we have is fear about something rising in us, God says, do not be afraid. When the devil comes at us with everything he's got, God says, do not be afraid. Why? Well, because God is bigger than any problem or fear we can have. God has everything under control, friends. Everything. Because everything in and under heaven is his. He created it all, so it's all in the palm of his hand. So why do we act like fear is too big for God? Why do we act like whatever anxiety is facing us is too big for God? Because sometimes we act like these things that we're facing, that these anxieties, that these fears that are overwhelming us are too big for the God of the universe. Sometimes we act like it's impossible for God to quiet our anxieties and quiet our fears. Because the reality of it is, just as he did in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 39, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Just as he did then, he can do now. Just as he said, Peace be still then, he can say, Peace be still now. And the winds of our hearts and the winds of our mind, the storms in our life, have to obey. So anytime there's a thought that comes, anytime there's an anxiety that comes, anytime there's depression that comes, anytime that there's fear that comes, we can speak the name of Jesus, and Jesus will speak peace to those thoughts. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is signs you may be royalty. The first sign you may be royalty is your initials are HRH. Okay, I know these either stand for His Royal Highness or Her Royal Highness. Now, to be honest, I don't know much about monarchies, so this does confuse me a little bit, even though I do know what it means. Think about it. Saying someone is His Royal Highness sounds like you're presenting a king that serves under another king. It's sort of like he's second in command or something to the bigger king that just chills out in the palace somewhere and makes the lower level king do all the work because, well, he's the king. He shouldn't have to make appearances. That, or you have the more likely answer of Royal Highness being another word for king or queen and they just add his or her to distinguish between said king and queen. You can think about it either way you want in that respect, I guess. One's just a little more accurate than the other, probably. The next response is, you have a fridge full of RC Cola. While that drink doesn't make me feel like royalty per se, it does hold a special place in my heart because I grew up drinking it and I've always enjoyed it. Our third response of the day is, you're constantly asking your dentist for crowns. Okay, either your royalty or pulling it back into the last response you have a fridge full of sugary soda and a bad sense of restraint. 
Either one works, though, when you think about it. Next, we have signs you may be royalty. Your car has its own army of pooper scoopers. Isn't it interesting how the rich used to have cars and everyone else had horses, and now it's the other way around? Or is it just me? Let's look at the positive and the negative of this. The air in a lot of places might not be clean, but hey, at least the roads are. And the last response to the hashtag signs you may be royalty is, the king of kings has brought you into his family. Well, in the words of a good friend of mine, I won't sing it, but I'll quote it. Oh yes, oh yes, I'm a child of the king. His royal blood now flows in my veins. And I who was wretched and poor now can sing, praise God, praise God, I'm a child of the king. Pasta is a great thing, isn't it? You can eat it, you can make necklaces with it, and you can even dump it over a bridge when you're done with it. I know, one of these things isn't like the others. Well, that's because a man in Middlesex, New Jersey, was caught on a security camera cleaning out his mom's house. And one of the things he got rid of was some uncooked pasta. Just wait until you hear how much was dumped. 500 pounds of the stuff! I know, (laughs) that's a lot of noodles. Officials have said it was illegally dumped, and considering that, I would have loved to known the legal way to dump 500 pounds of pasta. I mean, what do you do? Dig a hole and bury it? Photos were taken and posted to Facebook, and that's most likely how it got circulating, because, as we know, nothing is a big deal until it's on Facebook. A man who moved to the area recently said that his neighbors originally thought that the pasta was hay, and when he went to get a closer look, he figured out that it was actually Italian cuisine. I just think about it this way. Why not take it to the dump or something? Unless you have a fear of judgment by garbage men who are stunned by just how much pasta you have, then in that case, I completely agree. Dumping it off a bridge out of sight and out of mind was the right call. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.